0: Welcome to this week's podcast where it's just me and a special guest, Matt from Puppet Shack, talks about his story and lets us know. Let's dive in. Hey guys, this week it is October 14th, 2021. We do not have Georgie George. Uh, he's truck driving somewhere in New Jersey, the armpit of America. Um, he, uh, we do have a super awesome special guest. Uh, we have Matt from Puppet Check. If you don't know him, we'll put a link in the bio. But uh, I really love this guy. I've been watching a lot of his stuff before, but then I had the opportunity to actually talk to him on the phone, and I was like, yep, I like this guy. So, Matt, without further ado.
1: <laughs> what is happening? Thank you so much, Jacob. No and problem. And Georgie George. Yeah. Sorry to miss you. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> so... Uh, we'll just jump right in. So, Matt, you're a youth pastor, correct? Or yes, youth and children. Okay, you're both. both. That's what I thought. And where you Lord, Lord, help me. Where are you at? Like you don't have to say specifically, but where you? Yeah,
1: I am in. I'm I'm located near Sarasota, Florida. Even if I told you where I was, nobody would know where that where that is.
0: (laughs) Unless they live there, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm located near near Sarasota, Florida. Um, oh. and I grew up here since I, in this area, since I was, uh, 10 years old.
0: Oh, nice. So you've been there pretty much your whole life, huh?
1: Pretty much. Yeah.
0: That's pretty awesome. At least
1: two, two thirds of it.
0: <laughs> <Two-thirds>. <laughs> so, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you grew up obviously there. Uh, did you grow up in a Christian home? What, what's your story, man? Like,
1: yes. So. It's it's cool. Yeah, obviously I'm the it's
0: and don't worry if you talk about it. So just just know like (laughs) we're not gonna stop you. So you go, you go. You can always edit it down. Yeah. We don't edit nothing, so just know that. I know, right? That's the fun (laughs) that's what I love. I love like when people post
1: bloopers, I'm like, Yes, you're a real person.
0: Yeah. Cause I've totally (laughs) uh like before you jump in, uh there was a time where me and George were talking to a guest And I farted so bad. And like he, like the funniest thing that happened was I farted. It rumbled the chair, which rumbled his chair across from me. And he's looking at me and he goes, he's like, what was that? And he thought it was an earthquake because we just had an earthquake in Utah. And so we're like, he's like, was that an earthquake? And I'm crying. I muted me and I'm crying laughing. And I'm like. He goes, what? he goes, was that a fart? And I'm like, yes, it was a fart! And, like, the guy that we're talking to is, like, super deep into something. And I'm crying laughing. And I'm like, I feel so bad. But he's my friend, the guy that was talking at the time. And I'm crying laughing. And, like, he asked me later. He goes, it seemed like you were, like, really, like, off camera for a minute. I don't know what's happening. I was all, bro, I farted so bad that George saw an earthquake happen. So I was like I was losing it cuz George was all I thought an earthquake happened. So yeah. Uh-
1: that is amazing. That like that has a, is like a testament to whatever you ate or whoever cooked that cuz like man.
0: Yeah. Earthquake. To say farts. that
1: someone yeah. <laughs> someone mistook your passing of gas as a as an earthquake. That's impressive.
0: you sh- I mean, the best part was seeing his his face because it was like that look of like, "Oh my gosh, are we about to have another earthquake?" And I'm like losing it because it? I knew I knew what he thought, and then he's like, "Was that an earthquake?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> so yeah,
1: that's amazing, <laughs> man. That's impressive.
0: Oh, it's a good one. So that's,
1: a, that's you. Put that on your resume, type of thing, man.
0: Yeah, it says like, yeah. uh, "What talents do you have?" all earthquake farts, and they're yeah. like, "Well, I we might need that someday." Uh, you never know. Yeah, yeah, you never know. <laughs> so I love yeah, it. You grew up in Florida, and did yeah, you have a mom and a dad? Great. How'd that? Look? That was a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great segue
1: oh my gosh yeah so i grew up in florida but i was born and raised for the first 10 years of my life in georgia Oh,
2: okay.
1: um, yeah so, you're so my dad oh yeah buddy it comes out every now and then especially in my more southern characters <laughs> puppet characters <laughs> yeah. um and so i was born and raised for those first 10 years in georgia my dad was the youth pastor And it was me and my parents, my, and my, my brother's the oldest. And then my, um, middle child sister. And she is, um, has, has, a um, her kind of form of autism. And, um, so there were some challenges growing up with that, but at the same time, she's hilarious and like, dude, handy, like mentally handicapped people are some of the most fun, like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. people in the world and I know that just from literally my entire life and personal experience. And so she's just, I was just thinking about today, honestly, like I, I, I really want to, I haven't as much just cause I'm, I don't, I, I see her at least once a week um, yeah. visit my mom, but, um, I, I do want to, I want to like showcase her mm-hmm. more like in a, like obviously a, um, a good light because she's phenomenal. She like is one of the happiest people you ever meet. Yeah. And to see, see God in that is just that in and of itself is a whole testimony. My, my dad, before he passed away, um, which there's a, another side note, but, um, he passed away when I was 10 years we'll old. Dig into uh, all those. Several, <laughs> there you go. Uh, when I, of w- several heart attacks, but he was like writing a book, especially about, um, about that and I don't think he ever really got to, to finish it. I think he, I don't even know if he technically started it, but it was like a desire of his. And so just that's a little portion of, of my life. And then I I had a little baby brother and he had passed away as well. And so we've definitely had our share of heartaches.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and, um, but through that, you know, how when someone like is kind of goes through traumatizing things as a child, like they almost kind of stick to that, that point in their life, they're kind of not—I wouldn't say stuck—but um, God kind of uses that in their life, especially if, of course if they're a Christian. Yeah. Um, so, and that was it. That was it for me, man. That's why I am such a kid, and that's why I'm such—I have such a heart for um, children and young people. Is that like that was where the biggest um, heartache in my life came from? was it was when I was a child? Yeah. And so my love of Disney and then puppetry and um, just young people in general getting to serve them and, and minister to them is a, is I, I ha, my life is a blast, man. I love yeah. it. <laughs> and like, cause I, I get to be a kid.
0: Yeah. Well, what, what's interesting about that is, uh, like me and you have some similarities cause my uncle was a down syndrome and, um, Oh yeah. I grew up with him. Like every day mm-hmm. after school, I'd go to my grandma's house and spend time with him. Uh, I grew up there; they took care of me when I was little. Like I'd have elementary, I'd go there, and so I get that. Like and and people who put down like special needs people are ridiculous mm-hmm. because I'm like, oh yeah, if you would ever pay attention, they sometimes have way better faith than any of us. <laughs> because
1: oh man, For he real could, he
0: could pray and like he would sing. Praise and worship songs, and he'd sing Oh Holy Night like a hundred gazillion times during Christmas. And I I loved it it. though, like, because all of a sudden out of nowhere, it'd be this deep, Oh Holy Night, and (laughs) also, like, oh, there goes Michael, and like, he was just awesome. And like, I loved i loved him, he passed away like two years ago. And uh,
1: I'm so sorry,
0: oh no, it it is what it is because I'm like, man, I'll see you again, and so. Mm I get that. Like you, you really have a sense of like how, and like, it is hard. There are moments where you're like, I wish you understood what the crap I'm telling you (laughs) because then this wouldn't be so hard. And, Mm -hmm. and a lot of times, like, I think people don't like, they understand, but they don't understand until you lived with somebody who is special needs because there are hard days. Like, yeah, there are really tough days where you're like, I need God (laughs) because I'm like I don't know how to handle this situation. My favorite Mm all-time story about him is he the Olympics were happening and you know how they carry the torch. Uh, Yeah, I, I went in the backyard and I catch him with a paper towel roll with. A paper on it and it's lit on fire and he's running the backyard oh my and God. it was the best thing i've ever oh. seen in my life my grandma and grandpa lose their dang mind like what are you doing but i'm like yeah <laughs> you do the olympics <laughs> Is
1: hilarious so dude i have a couple of like literally connecting stories to that it's so funny you talk about like his singing because my sister she would sing but her biggest thing She has, she's got some, um, like arthritis in her knees Mm -hmm. and things. So it's difficult for her to get around right now. She can walk, but with, she needs a lot of help. So she's mostly in a wheelchair, but when she was younger and this was probably, um, 10 years now that she's been more confined, unfortunately to a wheelchair. But when she was younger, she would dance man and in church and like everyone, Like, no joke, you didn't have to come to church to get inspired by a sermon. You would just come to church during worship time and watch my sister dance. And it was not a sight to see as in like, oh, wow, she's a good dancer. It's like the joy and the jumping and her arms would lift up her entire body. She would like throw her arms in the air to then lift up her entire body. And I could literally, I loved. she'd like do this (laughs) like, Almost like she's thrusting herself in the air, and it was just the best thing. And that was her dance; that she was just constantly jumping and just and all over the place. Yeah. Like not even just in one area, she would run all over the place in the church. And so that was the the all inspiring. And that's what's so cool about those with special needs is the, it's the same thing of of, of my someone who's just kind of it's like they're dropped off in their childhood, and they just kind of stay there no matter what yeah. they are. The majority of them, and and it's so. And that's part of what's so inspiring by them, is that Jesus has called us to have to have faith like a child. And yeah. so for those dealing with um, mental and even those physical disabilities, they it's like they are literally living it, and they get to live in that faith like a child. And along with the dude, the Olympics torch. That's so funny. <laughs> My sister actually, she got to be a part of the Special Olympics.
0: Oh, awesome!
1: Um, back in the back in the '90s, and I remember um, her getting to. She was there was a little group of her special needs school, and they actually got to carry the torch that they would carry and the flaming torch and everything. And it was scary because we're like, she is not a stable runner like this. If she like she, if she ran anything like she danced, which was crazy, it was just not all like a normal steady walk. It's like somebody's hair is going to get lit on fire.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So we were nervous and like, they had like one main guy and he was like holding it. And so they would kind of hand it off to different kids and they would get to hold it type of thing. And um, I can't remember whether or not she had it by herself. I don't know that she, we, we let her and we're like confident <laughs> enough to let her hold it, hold it. You
2: guys are all <laughs> Cause it good. wasn't
1: a, yeah, yeah. We're like, ah, oh, she doesn't really need to. She's like, yes, let's do this. <laughs> And so that dude, that was a powerful thing. I mean, she she probably would have won. She did like running, um, and then like they did the little shot put thing, and then I remember her doing uh, swimming. And she would have won the swimming,
2: yeah,
1: had she not stopped twenty times in the middle to turn around and wave at all the people watching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. It, it's still priceless. Like I'm like, that, that's we're still like a win.
2: stop waving. We're like, go, swim, swim.
0: She's like, Help everybody. We're like, oh my goodness
1: <laughs> But of course, hilarious. Yeah. Same time.
0: So sorry to get you off, off subject. No so do it. You do it, you do were it. you were growing up, you're and then when you your dad's a youth pastor this whole time, and then mm-hmm when 10 comes around, this is where your dad had a heart attack or what? what Several heart
1: attacks, several heart attacks one night and my dad was everything. And I didn't really realize that until he was gone. And that's how it usually works with, with um, grief Mm -hmm. with people and, and, and realizing how much, how important they are in your life. And so I woke up one morning and it was like a Friday morning. Honestly, I think it was like a Friday. It was Friday the 13th, funny enough. Um, and it was my dad was a youth pastor, of course. So we had had a number of um, like home groups and devotions and morning Bible studies. So I, I opened my door and I could see I'm late for school Yeah, and I'm in fourth grade at the time. And I remember stepping out, but I seeing a bunch of people sitting in the living room I was like, Oh, and I shut the door real quick. Cause I'm like in my PJs. I'm like, uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah,
2: like, <laughs> when I say
1: PJs. I mean, I say PJs. I mean, my shirt. underwear. <laughs> 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 um, so I was like, Oh, and then, so my mom sees that I had opened the door and walks in with a family friend of ours who lives a little ways away. And it was weird for him to be there. I was like, he was like an uncle to me, and um, he said, "Hey, hey, your mom has something to tell you."
0: Were you still in I mean, your underwear really... at this point?
1: I think I had gotten dressed at that. Oh, okay, point, I was like, "I need to go to."
0: I'd been yeah. like, "Oh gosh, guys, <laughs> get out!
1: <laughs> Give me a second. But um, yeah, I had gotten started to get dressed because I'm, I'm I'm like wait, late for school. I'm like, "What's going on? Like, what's like? Why is everybody? Why are we having a home group? And I'm supposed to be at school. Why has nobody got me up? What's going on?" And my yeah. mom explains, "Hey." Daddy passed away last night, and just brick wall, absolute. I always say that 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 was the the worst moment of my life,
2: yeah,
1: Um, hands down. And um, but through that, man, God just showed up in my life like never before. And I was a Christian. I I like gave my heart to Jesus as 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 a six year old kid right there and on that same bed. Um, which is crazy. I've never thought about that. Um, I remember just kneeling down and doing the prayer and, and, you know me, mean? like, Oh, I want to get baptized. Cause that seems fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but that on that spot, four years prior as a six year old, I'm like, I, I know I want to give my life to Christ.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, my father was the actually one, he was the one who baptized me. And so awesome. just that full circle there. And like, and, um, man, I've never connected that moment before until literally right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, with that loss, which my granddad was really cool. His, um, before he passed his, his wife, my grandmother passed and he said, you know what? A lot of people are saying that it, that's, that it's a loss. I don't know what they mean, but I, I know she's not lost. I know exactly where she is. she's she's in the arms of Jesus. And so it's so, that was such a, just a great um, phrase to coin even there. And like, so knowing now, even when my family members pass, I'm like, well, they're not lost. I know where they are. Yeah, And um, at least of course, those which praise the Lord, my family are are Christians and and (laughs) lovers of Christ. And so I pretty much know where, where all of them are. And uh, it's, that in and of itself, growing up in that and learning like that, that God is my ultimate heavenly father.
2: Yeah.
1: Fast forward three or four years later, we moved to Florida where all of our extended family was. And um, I remember going to youth camp and we had done that every year. Anyways, we were a church family. And so we'd yeah. been to youth, children's camps, youth camps. And so I had gone and it was like, this one summer and I had remembered listening to a sermon and sitting down and, and we were writing our little, our little uh, journals for all of our notes for camp and all the (laughs) sermons and things we were hearing. And I remember just hearing like, you're a father to the fatherless. And I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? Like, (laughs) like, I am, I'm a just now a teenager. You're like, like I'm a 13
0: how, <laughs> year old. What? What?
1: <laughs> and, um, but I, but at the same time knowing like, all right, God takes the hurts and the, and the pains that you go through yeah. and uses those for his good. And it's, and I know that now more than ever before. Um, because growing up, I always was like, I want to do what daddy does. I want to be a youth pastor too. And then like, then you see the life that that takes and you're like, I don't really know if I want to do that. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> It's a lot. Plenty of
1: it was, all, yeah, it was always back and forth. It was either youth pastor or like a power ranger or something. So yeah, power ranger won, run at one out in my mind a lot of times. And so, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: and, um, so it was difficult, of course, growing up and having that heartache, but at the same time, I learned through even like the word that how it talks about how God says I will comfort those in mourning.
2: Yeah.
1: And, um, and even as we, we didn't hesitate. My mom asked us and said, Hey, she's like, Hey, would you want to move to Florida? And we're like, yes, no, no, no questions that we were like, yes. And that yeah. was even always my dad's dream as well for all of us. We always wanted to move back to Florida where the family was. My parents grew up here. Um, and it just was this, this kind of pipe dream for our family. And so it was an instant yeah. yes. And it, what stunk is it took my father's passing and him not being able to go with us for that to happen. Yeah. But at the same time, so many dreams of ours kind of came true and we got the kind of, unfortunately we would have taken the trade-off of having my father back, of course, but at the same time the trade-off was, I mean, we ended up getting, living in this two story house with white picket fence um, little rope swing in the front yard, and getting a getting a dog, and I remember getting having like my first car at at sixteen, and um, which was Night Rider, by the way, which was amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my brother it was like his like first project car, so he was loving that. And then just all these little things that just kind of fell into place. And I had learned Second Corinthians five seventeen, which is my favorite verse now, and it's. Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. And of course there's, for us personally, there was the sadness of that old life, our, my, my father and like and just everything that we held near. But for God to show us that, yeah, that looks like your rock solid foundation, but the real rock solid foundation I have for you is me. And I'm your ultimate heavenly father, and I'm going to be the one that no matter what falls away in your life, I'm there. And it's that um, in Matthew where where Jesus talks about the house built on a rock and the house built on the sand. And, of course, the one on on the rock of Jesus Christ, that's the one that stood, even though the rains came and the floodwaters came up. I'll sing that to my daughters every now and then um, if we forget to read our daily Bible story. (laughs) 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 The rains came down and the
0: floods came up. I haven't heard that song in so long. <laughs> when you said you that, are I started. Welcome. I started thinking about. It, I was all, How'd that song go? And the I was like, oh, "Dang it!" Now that song's stuck in my head for. The wise man built his, his house upon, upon the, the rock. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the
1: foolish man built his house upon the sand.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the rains came a tumbling down.
1: See, there you go. Yeah. That's one for your, for your. How old are your kids?
0: Ten, seven, and two.
1: Boom! Especially yeah. that seven and two-year-old. Get your ten-year-old. Teach it to them and let let them learn them other chillings. Yeah, it's a great one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's always so good. Um, yeah. So for your teenage years, how was how that? I mean, you you mentioned like, hey, I, it was good, but like, how was how was I guess like did you instantly kind of fall in line and be like, okay, I'm just going to stick to this. Was there any faultiness or was it all like, Hey, like who was, who was helping you through that as a father figure? Or was it just straight God the whole time and you knew it and you're like, you know what, he's that's, he, he pretty much did it and nobody could really fill that role because it's God.
1: It was definitely that, that good mixture. And, and it was, and I learned, more of God and from God with those men of God in my life. And there was this, uh, a major, um, major father figure and mentor in my life was our children's pastor, um, pastor Steve. And, uh, he dude, he, he even told me later on that God had said, Hey, I, you're, you're supposed to take to, to take care of these boys and just be a father figure in their life. And I, I was the one that was more receptive of it because my brother kind of connected with our uncle, which was good. And like, and, and he had that and he he said, he said, well, he didn't really like take to me and I knew you had, he had your uncle and everything, but I mean, he literally just took me under his wing and, um, it started with like, I like started as a teenager and started getting into drama with our. Um, you know, the, the classic skits and things. And I think I actually yeah. sent you one I saw on TikTok recently. One of those, like, the everything skit or something like that. That's yeah. constantly, like, <laughs> it's those classic, like, church skits that you do. Oh, yeah. All right, you guys are all demons dressed in black, and we're going to put makeup on you. And then yeah. Jesus is going to come in and save the day. Oh, yeah. I did plenty of those. What was and, that one um, song? So I,
0: the Lifehouse song?
1: Yeah. Everybody. Did. everybody
0: you're yeah. everything yeah
1: <laughs> man that was the crescendo yeah. where jesus kicks butt
0: yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> i recently at at the revival we're at they did like the kids did yes. a little skit and i was losing it because it was funny to me because i'm like yes. i remember doing these kind of things like one of them was like so all five of them turned around and they Jump forward and they go, what to not do with your Bible? Don't use your Bible as a coaster. And all of a sudden the one sibling goes, Hey, I need a coaster or I'm going to put my drink on this. And the siblings like, you need a coaster. And she's like, Oh, you have the Bible. There we go. And, And like the whole time they're doing that. And like the other one was like, Hey, uh, knowing your Bible or having a Bible is not a good way to pick up the girls. And one of them was like, Hey, I have this big Bible. Do you like it? And the, 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 the kid was like, no. And they're like, that was a horrible way to do it. And they're like, these are the things not to do with your Bible. <laughs> it was so funny. It was great. I love that.
1: Dude, it's those classic man, like skits. I remember doing skits at a camp my dad ran. It's called King's Kids Camp. And, um, and that was around the time. That was the 90s. So that was around the time when Men in Black was big.
0: Oh, okay. And so
1: we had different colored team um, cabins. And so ours was red and our counselors, I guess, hadn't maybe had named it men in red instead of men in black. Yeah. And so, excuse me, I just had a burp there. You're good. Okay, there you go. <laughs> bringing the gas out on this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we literally, <laughs> the skit was like, the skit was probably maybe 30 to 60 seconds. Yeah, And it was, a kid's getting bullied in the locker room, and he's calling on Jesus. And literally, like our entire cabin walks in in red. We're wearing sunglasses, and we're like, "Here come the men in red!" And we're like, "Get them!" And we all have flashlights, and we laser shoot them with our flashlights. And they just fall over dead, and we save this kid, Christian, apparently, with by our laser,
2: laser flashlights guns. that we just
1: dis- <laughs> destroyed him with. Maybe these were actual demons, not bullies, I hope, because that's not a good Christian way to take care of bullies. Yeah, <laughs> We just laser destroyed this kid with our powerful flashlights. That's,
0: <laughs> that's so funny. Um, so, but I
1: will say the entire camp, they roared as soon as they hear us call, here come the men in red. And they loved it. So that, it was all worth it.
0: I mean, youth camp is so much fun. I mean, even as a youth pastor, <laughs> I was really – like, I went, we did like all together, we've done like seven or eight camps. And, um, yes. So I was like, because I was a youth pastor in Albuquerque, a youth pastor in Ohio. And, um, I was like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And they're <laughs> like, like, I knew I had to camp with like my, the boys, and my wife would camp with the girls. But a part of me was like, there are more boys than there are some girls, and I'm the only dude. And so we end <laughs> up in a cabin with other dudes from other youth groups in there, and I'm like, and I I told like so one of the bigger youth kids I was with me, I'm like, hey, you're underneath me. If anybody steps on the, your bed to come get me, you kick them off. I was like, I ain't getting <laughs> played with. I was like, I was all. Nobody's pranking me, bro. That's all. You're no. my alarm. Yeah, I'm like, you're my alarm. If, if you they get past you, I'm smacking you when I get down here. <laughs> and he was like, all right, bro. And, like, they came in and, like, they did, like, short videos for every day. We did stuff. So there's tons of, like, little videos. They came in at 3 in the morning playing a, uh, what's it called, uh, a ukulele Michael. and a good song. I mean, the dude could sing. The one that came in. Oh, it was wow. like a praise and worship guy. And they're like, Hey, and like, he's playing it. And like, he's <laughs> singing in our cabin and all of us look up and I just get up. I'm like, and like, and then laughing like, Yeah. And then they turn off the light and I'm all, all right, good night, boys. <laughs> like, like other people what? were so mad. Was this like in the middle of the night? Oh yeah. It was three in the morning.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. It was
0: like. Two or three in the morning. It was awful. Oh. Because I was like. So we. It was a room full of like 40, 40 dudes and like oh, probably six youth youth leaders or youth pastors in there. So it was great though. It was so much fun. Oh my
1: gosh. I remember my youth pastor did this little like this funny video series where he would talk to different parents, uh, youth, youth parents and get the permission <laughs> to basically wake them up in the middle of the night and film it. And they yeah. call it Sergeant sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> They'd like flip people's beds and like knock them over and pull like, yeah, just, Oh, it was just, just craziness. It never happened to me. Thank God. So <laughs> I, Your I mom enjoyed said the no. terror that my,
0: I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you got to ask her. I think
1: I, gotta, I need to ask her about that. If, if she was ever asked.
0: I'll follow. I'll follow it up on the next podcast. <laughs> hey, Matt answered it. <laughs> this is what did happened. you? Have, did she ever tell him no, or did ever get asked? <laughs> yeah. So, so you grew up in high school. Did you go to college? Oh, yeah. Where did you go from?
1: So there? I went through a program called Masters Commission, and it was a, um, we always called it Bible College on steroids. That was the plug. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> we it basically was, it was Bible college and we were able to get our, get, um, our minister's license through the assemblies of God. And the, it was so, so powerful and awesome, like ministry training, because it was very hands-on. We did schooling throughout the week and then we would, um, travel all over the place. We went to Mexico and then, and throughout America and things like that. Yeah. And, um, we go and do services. We'd go tell our testimonies. We'd do all of those those classic human video drama things to songs and stuff like that. That's what my-
2: you are. <laughs> <laughs> You're all on me. You're everything.
1: We did the dare, dare You to Move one. I don't know if you ever oh, saw that one. Oh, gosh, that was classic. Yeah. Dare you to move.
0: <laughs> You're like, oh, there, there's that long-haired so, hippie singing that song. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, for real,
1: though. I, at the time, I had hair, I had long hair down past my shoulders. And yeah. so, of course, who did I get to play most of the time? Yeah. <laughs> Judas.
0: I'm just kidding. No, Judas. <laughs> Judas, of course. No. Like, yeah. No, Judas, and no. <laughs> no, is it me, Judas? <laughs> is it me? <laughs> is it me, Judas? Yes, it's <laughs> you. <laughs> like- oh, bringing
1: the TikTok. <laughs> hey, if you're not following F Cubed on TikTok, and is it Instagram as well?
0: Yeah, we just—I just had just it Instagram.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, buddy. You guys go follow F Cubed on those on the social medias baby yeah there's plug right there for you
0: <laughs> thanks I'll just plug that all the time like every episode <laughs> so but no like so you went to Bible college your Bible college was called the one on steroids my Bible college was called the bridal college because I somehow was a survivor of not getting married in <laughs> Bible college oh wow <laughs> so in our our Bible college I went to Rama uh Bible college in Oklahoma oh, And so, uh, it was so funny because people would be like, oh, you go to Rayma bridal college. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, everybody gets married. Everybody. Everybody. And and I'm like, well, I'm not getting married there. And like, I was the only one who did it. Like all my friends got married from somebody at Rayma except me. And then I think my roommate, my other roommate did not marry somebody from Rayma. We're like the only two out of our whole friend group. Rebels. yeah i was like i'm not nice. doing it. so i i dated my <laughs> i started dating my wife the second year we were in bible college so i was like um i was like well my i'm not marrying anybody here because i'm dating a girl that's back home and i'm gonna date her the whole time so
1: <laughs> you, you found you found the loophole
0: <laughs> yeah i found the well, loophole so which funny. is long distance dating which is hard if you can do it lord it's
1: bless worth you guys <laughs> i know man hey if it's god it's god yeah and that's the cool thing um with with me i want to say it was probably my third year because there's like your first year and you take the for master's commission depending
2: yeah
1: and most of them it was this way your first year you kind of have a commitment of like that first year you're not going to date um you even have like even more you kind of Take on even more strict, like don't, not even really hanging out around the opposite sex and things like that, um, and um, and so, then, so your second year, you're you're kind of a what's that?
0: So I was gonna say, so if you're a listener right now and you want to go to this college, if you're married, you have to stay away from your wife. So just know that. Boom. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, now some of them, I know, right?
1: Now some of them that like they they did do that, and I think they actually even. I guess it just depends on the program. They're not, There's not a lot of these are around as much um, now, but it's just so phenomenal, man, because you really are, you're, you're more or less like, all right, I'm married to God for this first year. And you're really just focusing on that relationship with God. Your second year, you become a kind of leader, um, and kind of leader in training type of thing to where you're, you're, you're serving and working and being accountable with those first year students. And then, um, um, your third year, you're like kind of like an intern and you get to really start diving into the ministry that you want, that you like to serve under.
0: That's it's awesome. saying
1: poor connection. Do you hear me? All right.
0: Yeah, I hear you good. So I, I don't, don't know. I don't
1: see you, but what, yeah. That, no happened, problem.
0: that happens half the time, but I could totally see you just so you know. So, okay,
1: cool. So, so if I pick my booger, you, you see that. Got it. Yeah.
0: I don't know if it ever <laughs> comes back. Like, so what's weird is sometimes this happens and we'll never, you'll never see me the whole time, but I could see you the entire time. And so That's funny. Uh, we actually had a guy who was on and me and George were both watching and like, he scratched in an area that he didn't know we could uh. see him. And I started laughing and like, he's like, uh, he didn't catch on while I was laughing. And so we continued the conversation and at the end of it, I was like, man, that room that you're in is awesome. Like I like whatever was on your background, and he goes, Oh, you can see that? I go, Bro, we can see the whole time. He goes, Oh. Did you see me when I scratch? And I was like, We sure did. And he was like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, Bro, you should know if you're ever on like a zoom or something, and you were on camera, you're still on camera, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: The fun behind the scenes of podcasting.
0: Yeah. So I one of the things I thought of is I, I did the same thing you did, but it wasn't required. I was, like, my first year, I was, like, I'm not going to date anybody. Yeah, like, yeah. I had a girlfriend before I went to Bible college, and I told her, I was, like, hey, I'm going to take a year off. So if if I come back and we date, then awesome. But if, if I don't, then
2: have a great uh, life. Yeah, basically, <laughs> like, you're
0: fine. And um, I was, like, it, you can do what, like, you can move. you can move on if you want to or not. And she's like, no, I'm not gonna move on. Some stuff went down, like some deep stuff. And I was like, girl, like, nope, it ain't happening now. And like, it, it got real rough. But like, I could tell like, while I was learning that first year, where like, I was like, I need, I need you God more than this girl. Yeah. And, I mean, girls, they, 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 I get it, guys. <laughs> like, I love my wife. So I was like, I'm like, I extremely love my wife where it's like, Hey, I get, I get what, what's fun about marriage and all that. So I'm not, I'm not saying like you're, you're not, you're not wrong. If you're like, I I guarantee this stuff's fun. I I promise you it is. (laughs) Um, So, but I definitely want to warn you that it's worth waiting for. And it's totally worth your time to, to give God what's his during that time and then give God what's, your guys is together and yeah, it's yeah. it's way worth it and I understand oh. it's fun. <laughs> I get it. I oh, get for real. I get I get why people are like, oh I really want to do that. But society yeah. will throw that down your throat and say yep. hey you need to do this now. You need to test the car you need to take it out for a drive Ugh. you need to live with them. But the deal is bro or lady that mm-hmm. if if you have male parts and she has female parts. You are compatible. Just saying, like if you if exactly. you never if you never drove a BMW before, and then drove a broke down truck, you would not know the difference. If you just drove yeah. a broke down truck, <laughs> I'm not saying that's what it she, is because you never, yeah. And there's too and, and, too often. I, I'm getting on a tangent. Sorry, bro. <laughs> do it. Do it. But say I, it. it needs I'm, to be said. But if you. Are feeling that way i promise you the vehicle you have the house you have and this is for probably married men right now is yeah uh if if it looks better if the grass looks greener it's not that grass could have ants or crabs just being real and (laughs) and it could be (laughs) a flat tire could have a bad engine it could have all that and you're trying to change from your your diesel truck that you've loved mm-hmm. in your whole life and then all of a sudden you think you know what maybe i need a gas truck no you don't yeah you need to stay with your diesel truck you need to take care of it you need to clean it maybe make it look a little bit fancier by taking care of it and that oh, and when so i'm good. saying that i'm saying you're taking care of her heart because i'm yeah. guilty of this just like anybody else of being mean to my wife or get yep. upset or Whatever, like, I, I mean, Matt, I don't know if you've ever. I'm assuming. Oh, dude, we're In the yeah, same boat, I, like, I am not perfect by far. You get short-tempered and all that.
1: Yep. But that's us men. That's us husbands. It's, yeah. it's a big, big struggle.
0: But you need to, man, cherish that because that's yeah. what God gave you, and that's that is literally your first ministry. Is your wife. Absolutely. And too many people will be like, well, my kids, your kids are only on vacation for 18 years with you. After that, they, they're going to leave you and go to the, the, the next, their person that they're going to be with, or maybe they do a Paul thing and go off forever. <laughs> do yeah. That, but yeah.
1: I heard it said that one of the best things that you, one of the best ways that you can take care of and raise your children is by taking care of your spouse. Yep. Is, is putting them first, then it's the kids. And for them to see how well you love your spouse, that's how they're going to be in that that teaching and be raised up and be like, you know what? I need to take care. I need to respect my spouse and I respect um, this person that God's put in my life. Absolutely, man. Totally, 100% agree. I yeah. love it. That's so good.
0: And, and I With- think, go ahead. Well, I was going to go
1: on uh, with where masters led, but keep, keep going. Cause I know you're on this. So hit it, hit it.
0: <laughs> no. And so the last thing I guess I wanted to say was yeah. make sure men as you are at church, you're the same at home because your kids mm-hmm. see that. So if you're fake at church, come home and are a jerk. <laughs> then they're going to be like, oh, yeah. well, you're fake. This whole yeah. Christian thing is fake. Or, you yeah, know, start associating that. So heed my warning. And this is for me, too. Like, me I'm too, guilty, man. but I per- I will. And it's important to tell your kids, hey, I screwed up. I messed up. You yep. need to see that. Yep. And be like, but I'm still working. I'm still growing. And I'm going to keep growing.
1: Mm-hmm. I literally had to apologize to my oldest the other night because she was getting upset about something. And I then got upset with the way she was acting yeah. and we both let our feelings get the best of us.
2: yeah.
1: And so I had let her know how she had messed up and, and she apologized. And I told her, I was like, listen, I apologize too. And I've, I've we've had to make sure that we as parents are apologizing and letting our kids know like, Hey, we're, we're not perfect we mess up and I'm, and I'm sorry for my mistakes. And so yeah. just to show like my, my father-in-law, um, he said one of the biggest things you can do as a man, is to apologize and admit that you're wrong. Yeah, man, that's, that stuck with me. It's just true. To lay on so your pride as a man, which pride is one of the biggest things and you being, and you humbling yourself and saying, I'm wrong. I messed up. Yeah. and apologizing for it is, is just laying down what the world thinks. Oh, that's not a man. Yeah. You know,
0: that's, it's the most, that's manly, sure.
1: one of the most manly things that you can do is to apologize to someone. And it's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's no. not always easy. It's not like saying, dude, I messed up. Like, I'm sorry.
0: And your spouse is usually the easiest one to be super like, no, <laughs> I'm not <Yeah>. apologizing. This, <laughs> I was right. Like that was totally right. And then you oh, look yeah. back and go, well, uh, it, I may have been right, but, uh, my approach, that approach was yeah. not good. <laughs> that, oh, that, yeah. that landing real. did not land well. <laughs> so
1: for real, yeah. man. So sorry oh, to get so off good. on that
0: tangent, but, um, no, that was good. It was needed. That
1: was Holy spirit right there.
0: Yep. For sure. And so from there, you finish Bible college, and then so it's cool because I actually in
1: um, master's commission in Bible college, I came across this one of the churches that we came in our in our local area. We went to and did a service, did tes- did the testimonies thing. We did our dramas, and I got up and told my testimony one night, and this this girl sees me and she's the youth leader of, of the, the church. And she's like, I could, I could marry a man just like that. And, um, so she'd gotten to know kind of where we are, are kind of like schedule of like services around town we were going to. Um, yeah. and so she would kind of kept going, following these services <laughs> and where we would go and, and to do, do the dramas and things. And, um, so a couple of years later, I saw her and her brother in a coffee shop. I said, hey, you guys look familiar. And I was like, oh, um, how, how, where do I know you from? And she's like, you're, you're Matt. I, I know you from from Master's Commission. And you, you came to our church and did a service. I was like, I don't remember that. She goes, okay, whatever. Talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> and just blew it off. And so my friend who was in Master's with me, He said, Hey, I want to meet up with these, um, these girls who are going to, you want to, you want to go to a movie with me and we'll meet up at the coffee shop after her. This was another, another day, like maybe a month or so later. And, uh, I'm like, sure, that will be fun. And then, so we're single guys. These are single girls. You never know what'll happen. And, um, I, (laughs) I, we meet them and it's, and it's her. I'm like, Oh, Hey, the girl I didn't remember. Good to see you. And she goes, yeah, yeah. How's it going? And, um, that night and like, or like around that, that same week, we just kind of hit it off. And, um, that was like the third time that we had met, like first time was at her her church. Second time was at the coffee shop, third time at the coffee shop. So that was like third time's a charm because from then on, like we've, we've been together ever since. And just, I told her that she had beautiful eyes and there you go. That's the end (laughs) of that story. That's. And man, God is just literally from the beginning of our relationship, of our friendship through Speedy Gonzalez, uh, like it was like a six month period from dating, we started friendship, dating, engaged, married, and just God placed everything in order. And like, when it, when it's God, it's God, man. And and things just kind of fit. I always say it's like one of those CD, remember the CD cases that you yeah. had, like the little tower that you could yeah. You lay it down on its side you can like literally just slide the cds into place that's what I the cd cases slide them yeah. into place that's what it makes <laughs> me think of every time I talk about it because man betw- between like we were both pastor kids and and just so many things even just conversations that we that you would normally have and like hey do you know about this do you know about this or like that I grew up like this and, and we were like yeah I, I know that same song oh yeah we did that same thing like we yeah I, I remember that exact same thing it was just <laughs>
0: I'm diving in. <laughs> I'm going deep in of my head, I wanna be <laughs> That was like one of the like children's shirt songs that we'd be like, I'm diving in <laughs>
2: Oh man, I love
0: that was one of my
1: favorite songs that was, no joke. That
0: was the one that I was like, All right, I'll get into this one. That one I'll yeah. get into.
1: Okay, here you go. This is no sponsor right here, but um have you seen the Netflix movie A Week Away? No. So that song, along with Stephen Curtis Chapman himself doing a cameo, that song is featured and is a part of this Christian camp musical
0: oh, wait. called
1: "A Week A Week Away." A week
0: away. Uh, my wife watched it, and I stopped in my tracks when I—I I think I heard that song. <laughs> I'm diving in. I'm going deeper, and I was yeah. like. Ugh. Where's that blade? As I haven't heard that song in years, and like so she's awesome. all she's all what like so my wife so you know she she grew up Mormon and then became oh, okay she got her knee healed miraculously healed at a healing session in a Christian church and it just changed her life from there
1: oh that's awesome and,
0: and like she tore her ACL like. So when people are like, oh, healing doesn't happen. I'm like, well, bro, <laughs> you well, come meet my wife. Uh, <laughs> Cause dude, that changed awesome. her life. I love it. And so, All right. and so, um, she had that happen and I was like, what the heck? And so, but when that song came on, she goes, why are you like frozen? And I'm like, because I'm <laughs> like, you don't know this. I was like, this that song. my childhood. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, these kids are singing my childhood song right now. And I'm like, I was like, that's cool. And I just walked away. But all, all I'm, I'm walking away, like,
2: I'm going in, I'm diving in. <laughs> As I'm walking You're, <laughs>
0: yeah. You're
1: in it. Yeah. You're back into the, the station wagon in the 90s. We're just, just rolling with it.
0: We we had to pull down, like, this huge projector screen that would fall. And then that song <laughs> with the words would come on the screen. And it's like, I'm diving in. I'm going in. And, like, <laughs> oh. I just remember – they encouraged us to get on the stage and like dance and sing to the song. Yeah. I was like, I was up there every time. Yeah. I was like, heck yeah, that song. Oh yeah. I'm going, right. in. I'm, <laughs> going deep.
1: I'm going in real deep. You know what? <laughs>
0: Something that Carolyn said, uh, the, the Christian that cracked me up. Uh, I don't yeah, know yeah. if you know her testimony, but she was on the podcast, but, um, she was dating a Christian guy and she was not a Christian at the time. And, uh, her, his dad goes, well, you're not equally yoked, and she goes, "Bro, I'm gonna be yoked. I'm gonna get so yoked you don't even know, bro. Like I'm gonna be the most yoked person you know around." <laughs> so, so I was laughing so hard because, like, she's—I was like, "That is probably my favorite thing ever." And so she recently did a video, and I was like, "Bro, get yoked." <laughs> get yoked. <laughs> so those are some great yokes right there. You need to do that with the the chicken. <laughs> That, like, uh, that would be so yeah. perfect. Bro, are you yoked I to have and then her, do a flex with her wings?
1: <laughs> I need to have her talk about being equally yoked. Not like being yoked, but the yoke. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so, do you have kids? Well, obviously, yes. you, know, you mentioned one. Yeah, I
1: mentioned one, so I have those. I have two chillings.
0: Two little ladies. Two little ladies? Ah, nice. Are you guys going to try for a third?
1: My (laughs) wife will say no, and I will say yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel you on that one, because when we originally, we had our two girls, and I was like, I guess, I don't know, I guess we're done. And my wife was totally like, I'm done. Done, it's over with. And then probably like three years ago, I was like, well... You know what? I mean, we could try again, and this time it, I, we'll pray real like that it'll be a boy, and we'll just believe and all that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like I mean, we had so many naysayers like you've had two girls, it's impossible. You the the percentages are so high that you're gonna have a girl, and then all of a sudden we have a boy, and I'm all booyah, <laughs> booyah. Like I was like, God answers those prayers. And And so, um, but yeah, like, so you guys are married. Um, and then how do you get into ministry to where you are now? Have you been at the same church the whole time or you've been at different churches? So we
1: were at my, um, at my church that wasn't, that was a part of our master's commission, um, it was part of where we, where we moved into Whereas my, my uncle and granddad, they were the pastors, um, and leaders of this church. And, um, we would always come to Florida and visit this church. And we were Southern Baptist peoples in Georgia, but yeah. we were always, um, we were Pentecostals that went to a Southern Baptist church in Georgia. <laughs> and so we would come, we would come to Florida and visit. And they, my grandmother, I remember first time I heard her speak in tongues. And I was like, man, I didn't know she spoke Jewish. This is so cool. She can pray <laughs> she
0: spoke Jewish. In, she can
1: pray in Jewish. <laughs>
0: <That's so funny. laughs> she spoke in Jewish.
2: That is so cool.
1: I thought like that was the coolest thing as a child. I'm like, man, I didn't know she know my grandmother can speak Jewish. That's fantastic. So Yeah. And um <laughs> <laughs> big gulps, <laughs> <What>?
2: huh?
1: <Cool. laughs> big gulp, <big old>, right? <laughs> Well, see you later. And so we do. What was your question? Normally, I'm good at this, but uh, what did <laughs> you say? Oh, okay, yeah. Moving so like where have we been? Okay, so yeah, we had, we came to that church, my family's church, um, and then I became the out, out of masters commission. I slowly became from the daycare director of that of the church to the children's pastor as my my mentor who was just phenomenal and he basically helped raise me i mean a lot of times i would joke and i'm like i'm gonna jump in you guys you guys is um in your in your christmas picture just to be like that one like they had like eight kids i'm like you guys are all going to be in flannel and i'm going to be in like the red sweater the random <laughs> out like kids with the, sticking with out fanny pack on yeah, with the giant smile and thumbs up while yeah. all the other everyone else has their hands on their lap and like sitting all night.
0: in, in their nice <laughs> Levi whitewash pants. <laughs>
1: there you go. <laughs> and so I was there and I I after he had kind of um stepped into a new role, I they had me come in as the children's pastor, which is which was a dream come true. And at first uh he told me he's like, You're gonna be you're going to be here at kid's pastor one day when I was working with him, just doing dramas and stuff like that. I was like, I don't think so. I started working at the daycare my very first day, a kid like poops his pants. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't, I don't, I'm going to, I don't want to do that. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I just,
1: it was just night. My first week and day was just nightmare stuff. And so I did not want to go into children's ministry. I was like, it's fun. I'll do drama stuff and I'll do like puppets and things, but nah. But of course now I just, it's dream come true. I absolutely love it. And it's my calling. And, yeah. and then, so we were there, I was the children's pastor there for, um, I think four years. And then I've been youth and children's pastor here for about six
2: Yeah. and
1: we, we just got the call and God called us to, to actually go to my wife's church where we met. Um, yeah. and, and I'd ministered years before, years prior And, um, so we've been here and doing youth and kids ministry. And I even said that same thing too. I said, I don't want to go into the youth ministry. This is what God's got me doing. Don't tell God, don't say out loud what you (laughs) don't want to do because God's pretty much going to be like, Oh, perfect. That's yep. That's what you're doing.
0: (laughs) You go like this. I really wish God wouldn't put me in youth ministry. (laughs)
1: man i don't want to be one of those rich christians that's always blessing people with money because they got so much (laughs) i
0: would hate to be in the industry where i was making
2: millions
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um so you are now currently at that same church right yes we've
1: been here for about six going on seven years
0: nice so you're you're in florida you're Doing that thing, um, I don't know your TikTok story, how you got onto it. Uh, ours is weird, but (laughs) but I'm like, I want to hear your, your, yeah, yeah. How did you get onto TikTok? Were you just being you, and then this other stuff came, or?
1: Dude, man, TikTok is crazy. It's been, has it been? I want to say this is gonna. I'm going on two years, I believe. And, um, which actually, wow, it's, I think it's gonna Yeah. It's going to be like two years this November, I believe, which is so funny. I mean, but that's, that's been a big, a big deal. And so I started getting on YouTube several, like trying to do some YouTube stuff, maybe six or seven years ago, um, not heavily. And, but then the, these past couple of years, I started really going into it and just trying to actually do something especially with um, involving puppetry. And cause I just got this, this call. I started getting really good at it. I've always loved acting. And as a child, yeah. like I said, the, the power Rangers thing, but I just love, um, I just, I'm just an actor. I, I just love acting a lot. My, my yeah. dad would do the skit, the youth group skits. And I would always be enamored by that. My first vacation Bible school play was an absolute bust i was horrible i wanted to be a good actor i wanted to be a power ranger i wanted to be on the barney show i wanted to be <laughs> like and i loved dick van dyke and like his dancing and like his character acting and things like that and of course growing up with robin williams and jim carrey and like <laughs> i just loved all that stuff i loved voices i wanted to be a voiceover person and so that's why i got into learning just trying to do vo- different voices and especially of course watching um, Robin Williams do all that stuff and like the genie and things. And so puppetry just kind of started to come in with that. And I did some puppetry with my dad and or with his youth group as a kid. And, um, and then started getting into it with Pastor Steve, my mentor. And I saw him sit down one Sunday, like I would see him do puppets and it was hilarious. I was cracking up as a teenage kid. And then one Sunday morning, I remember him sitting down with a script in front of all the kids and it was just him with a microphone and he did all these different voices for these different characters and i was like dude that's amazing i love that (laughs) and i already i was already playing around with voices and things and so that's kind of with that with that children's ministry and working with him that's where my love of puppetry started to take off and started really getting into the muppets and studying it and like really trying and i had people come up to me like your puppetry is so good man they're like it's real. Like you make the puppet like real and come alive. And so I started playing with characters and different things that we would do. And, um, one, one kids church Sunday I did. You ever seen emperor's new groove? Yeah. And, uh, okay. Also another random old nineties show, but the nanny. Yes. um, it's Fran, the nanny, and uh, so it's that that New Yorker that the with the it's base it's where Miss Chickas came from, and um, and so I I did that funny <laughs> that I play sense. I did like,
0: what's that? I said that makes sense.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And so there was a waitress in Empress New Groove. and she's like, and she's like, here here's your eggs, here's, here's your stuff, honey. All right, here here's, here's the ordering. You got all that, honey? Oh and, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just posted that one recently because that's part of where the character came from. And so I I threw a wig on one kid's shirt Sunday and and played this character for like a, scene, like a funny scene that we were doing. And my kid's pastor, he's like, dude, that is hilarious. And it wasn't until years later that we had gotten this chicken puppet and I just kind of matched the two together. I'm like, that would be a fun thing. And so I played that out. And so I started building these characters. I'm like, it'd be really fun if I could start doing something with this on YouTube. And so... I met a couple of guys at which we're doing a ministry on TikTok now and Instagram um which is the three puppeteers. And so I met these guys separately on YouTube. I and I started seeing them um which is Justin Talks Puppets now is his name and then um Piper's Positivity is his ministry is the other guy's ministry now. Um and so I saw them and I'm like, dude, they're impressive. Like, they're doing really good stuff. And at that time, they weren't even really doing a lot of Christian stuff. I just saw them. I'm like, man, they're, they're talented and doing really cool things. And I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm like, man, I, I need to really get into that. And so, yeah, about two years ago now, I had seen them doing even starting TikTok when it really started coming, like, becoming big. And I jumped on it and um, it's kind of, I've learned from them and they got way more followers and just kn- know what they're doing even more. Yeah. Um, and so it's just been this awesome. And so we've literally the, even these past couple of months, we've built a major relationship just going back and forth, like on Marco Polo, which is the video <laughs> chat yeah, app thing. And so it just, even just spiritually encouraging each other and spiritually, spiritually lifting each other up. And then we're posting with all of our char- different characters and, um, just Christian content and really encouraging people and, and, and being a witness and, and making that a ministry, which we believe God is calling us to. And so I'm just excited. It's it's a blast. I started doing like puppetry interviews over Facebook, but I mean, not puppetry interviews, like more like puppeteer interviews. Yeah. And so there's some local guys here in Orlando that are a couple hours away from me. And um this guy they several of these people they work at Disney and so we're we're kind of friends on um Facebook and things like that, and so they this guy named Calvin they work at Disney and Universal and things like that, but he has his own show called Bird Call, and it's basically the Muppets, yeah, but all birds, and they mostly do like stage plays and they want they would only want to want to have their own show, but it's phenomenal they they're amazing, it's a very professional they work with Disney, of course, so they know exactly what they're doing um. It's not a Disney thing, but they, that's where they, who they work with and have learned yeah. and have been trained through. So, um, and, but then I got to, do you remember bear in the big blue house?
2: Yeah. The big I got bear? to actually <laughs>
1: the big bear. Yeah. I got to interview the guy who played bear. His name is Noel McNeil. I oh, did right. a like Facebook interview with one time, awesome. him one time and it was phenomenal. And this is a major Christian throwback. This will really show you if you've, you've been into the Christendom. Do you know who Gerbert is? The orange puppet
0: oh that kind of talks oh yeah has a
1: little has a little nasally voice yeah and has a little pal named roar i don't remember the pal <laughs>
0: but i remember him
1: yeah so i got to talk with him did a little facebook interview like a year like year or so ago and um just those little fun things just trying to just seem i like i know god has called me to serve with kids and puppetry. And so what I've tagged, especially kind of finding that back, rewinding back to the, that youth camp that I went to and just said, God said, Hey, you're a father to the fatherless. And so I'm like, all right, God, you're bringing the father to the fatherless. Yeah. And, um, that culminating with becoming a children's pastor and youth pastor. And then my wife and I, after seven years of marriage, we struggled with, um, we just hadn't had kids we had even started yeah. trying after several years and just it didn't happen and we didn't really want to even check and see if if it was possible or not we're like you know what God we're gonna take this as a sign and like if you want us to we're like okay what do you want us to adopt and we just started getting confirmation after confirmation between friends and stories and and the word just praying and uh, we started to pursue adoption and that really even, more for me growing up as a from the age of 10 to to now as a fatherless child I mean yeah that resonated with me even more mm-hmm. and um so 3 year 3 years ago now in 2018 we adopted our our two little girls who are sisters and oh my gosh
0: that's awesome
1: it's the one of the coolest parts about it too is if I didn't tell you or and like you didn't know you wouldn't know because no, I, they I look, oh man, they look just like us. Like the youngest looks just is like my little mini me. And the oldest is my wife's just little spitting image. It's it's amazing. And like even their personalities <laughs> and just from the looks to the personality, it's just amazing. And it's God. And it's just been an absolute blast, man. I have so much fun with them and like it's it's a dream come true. I've always wanted to be a father. I wanted to be a father probably before I wanted to be a husband.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Man. Um
1: and so it's just God has just worked throughout our my wife and I's relationship and um I'm so beyond blessed by her and the amazing mom that she is and um and what we get to be together as as ministers and as parents and, and our little girls are just we're so blessed to be able to get to be their parents and, and, and love on them. Cause God, like they're, they're amazing.
0: That's awesome. Well, I think we've been on for over an hour. So I think that this might have probably, to cut some things. No, I won't cut <laughs> none. Uh, what I think this is probably a good spot to stop. I definitely will yeah. want you back onto the podcast. Cause there's tons more to talk about, but, um, something awesome, you man. may or may not have known if you've listened all the way till the end of a podcast mm-hmm. Uh, what, something we do ask is that our guests praise us out of the podcast.
1: Yeah, definitely, man.
0: So if you, if you wouldn't mind.
1: Absolutely. God, I thank you so much for F cubed podcast. I thank you so much for what you are doing, um, in this moment. And even in this listener's ear right now, I thank you father for this person that you have brought to this moment. I thank you so much for, um, for Jacob and for George. I thank you Lord for the, for this ministry and this calling that you have on them. I pray that you bless this particular podcast and all the podcasts before and after this. I thank you Lord for what you're doing in them. I pray that someone that hears this, that this is what they exactly what they needed to hear. And I thank you Lord um, for just for bringing love salvation and just hope to the household that's listening to this right now. I thank you for all these things. Bless FQ podcast and all you're doing in them. And everything now and now and beyond. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.
0: Amen.